To cultivate a deeper alignment with our goals, we have to be willing to see and acknowledge where we're falling short. The universe will always meet us in the middle, like I said. So the question is not where is the universe falling short, but where are we? And I realized where I was falling short was places I was still yet to heal of childhood memories and experiences that were hindering my ability to achieve my goals. Hi friends, and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur who started with a small blog, and now I am the CEO of the LaRue brand, a lifestyle business and branding studio for women entrepreneurs building intentional lives and intentional businesses. But don't fret, this podcast is for everybody. I created this podcast with the intent to offer people a safe space to land and learn about the journey we're all on together. It's not just about being happy. It's about healing, getting to know yourself and living intentionally, which is why this podcast is the right place for all of you beautiful souls showing up ready to change your life. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Do The Damn Thing podcast. As always, I'm so happy you're here with me today, and I'm really excited to share the September update with you guys. If you're unfamiliar of what I'm talking about, in the beginning of the year, I set out to update you guys and mostly hold myself accountable to my goals for this year. So every month on the blog and podcast, I'm pushing out content to talk about ways I've achieved, felt resistance, felt success, uh, and just trying to improve over the year each month. So it really is holding me more accountable to every 30 days versus 365 days. Uh, It makes the scope of the goals a lot easier, a lot less challenging, and much easier to understand ways I can make progress instead of spreading particular goals out over a very long period of time. Over a year, I'm looking at them month to month and seeing how I can make more progress daily. Uh, So it's been really fun. The updates have been really exciting. I've received a lot of really awesome feedback too about how this has been a fun series to keep up with because as always on this podcast, I'm very raw and honest about my goal achieving and where I'm feeling resistance and where I'm falling short. Uh, So I've been able to be really honest and just have an open and candid conversation with you guys about it because as I said in last week's podcast, um, updating you guys after my birthday, I am not perfect. I, you know, I'm not preaching some sort of toxic positivity on this podcast, telling you guys how if you live intentionally, your life will be perfect. You're going to achieve all of your dreams. That's certainly not the case, but it is an incredible lifestyle that promotes wellness and emotional openness and just creating and fostering a positive relationship with yourself and with your goals and with your future and even with your past self. So this has been a really fun series. Uh, particularly just for me to record and and to follow up with each month because it's been a way for me to track progress in such a motivational way because no matter what I'm doing, even if I'm falling short, I am making progress. And what I mean by that is the sheer acknowledgement of that, of that resistance and of potential places I'm falling short me acknowledging that and sitting down and writing about it and then talking about it is a way of making progress. It's not me denying like, oh, I I didn't make progress and then make a bunch of excuses about it. It's not me denying progress and saying I couldn't do this because of this. It's me actively acknowledging where I might be falling short, where I might be not putting in as much or as much needed effort 
And it's been a really positive experience for me. It's definitely something I think I'll do again in 2024. I'm really liking how this series has unfolded. And as always with the podcast, the sheer point of it is just to motivate you guys, let you guys know you're not alone, uh, share different ways you can be more positive and more open with your own goals and your own dreams. So anyways, that's the introduction, a little bit more longer than usual for each of these updates. But I feel really excited about the September update. And I want to talk to you guys about, you know, we're moving into the last quarter of the year almost. Starting in October, it'll be the last quarter. We're kind of getting into the fall energy, uh, definitely getting into like more holiday energy. Michael and I went shopping for groceries the other day and we were so shocked to see all the Halloween decor already out and we were just like, oh my God, it's here. And Michael is not a fall or winter person. So he's in his like depressy era about <laughs> the seasons changing. So I'm trying to keep us positive and motivated at the fact that fall is a beautiful time of year and I love it. And I don't want him stressing me out at the fact that summer's ending. And if I say that too loudly, he'll scream and cry. <laughs> so anyways, um, I'm excited. August has been a interesting month. So I'm definitely going to dive a lot more into that. As you guys know, it was my birthday month. I turned 26. Very exciting stuff. And now we're moving into September. A lot of big experiences are coming up for me. A lot of exciting very, very exciting things are coming up for LaRue. Uh, so I'm just going to kind of share all of that with you guys and talk about just the general update, I think. Nothing in particular has stood out over the last month, but there has been an interesting energy that I want to start with. So in the blog, which I wrote, you know, a week and a half ago, so not even really at the end of August, I think I wrote it I think I did write it before my birthday, uh, just because I like to really be ahead with the blogs. So I do say a couple times in the blog, like August has been an incredible month. It's been really positive, And it was, it was a really great month. Nothing, you know, happened to make it not great. But towards the end of the month, which I talk about in last week's podcast, um, around my birthday and kind of leading into the end of the month, I have felt a little bit off, just a little bit of off energy, not fully like present in my body, not feeling fully aligned. And I wasn't sure what was happening. And I started really deeply contemplating things and really reflecting on like why I'm feeling this, what's what's coming up, and particularly asking myself what past version of myself feels like it's coming up that needs space to be heard, that needs nurturing, that needs reflecting on so that I can continue to heal that part of myself. So if you're unsure what I mean, essentially, whenever we're as as we grow into adults, as we grow up, as we mature, as we gain more life experience, every time we're feeling uncomfortable in our body, uncomfortable with our emotions, every time we go through a significant trauma or anything that feels not good to us, to our experience, to our bodies, to whatever it is. There's always a childlike version of yourself that has experienced those emotions previously. So what I mean, a good example of this is let's say you're in a work environment where your boss is incredibly horrible, not a good person, very rude, very mean, uh, doesn't respect you. That's a good point to highlight. So if you're in a very uncomfortable work situation, you wake up and you immediately dread going to work that day, etc. 
there is a version of yourself from your past from when you were a child so anywhere from the ages of infancy to let's go with like 11 or 12 and this is all scientifically backed this is talked about widely in a wellness industry in a wellness capacity uh, and in a therapist industry that version of yourself that young version of yourself has once obviously not experienced the same scenario you didn't have a boss when you were you know eight years old telling you what to do but there is a version of yourself from when you were young that experienced something similar to where those emotions first popped up so the very first time you were you were able to identify an emotion such as disrespect Uh, feeling uncomfortable, feeling vulnerable, feeling used, feeling not heard. Those emotions are emotions you first experienced when you were a child. And that childlike version of yourself was able to identify those emotions and identify the fact that you don't like how they make you feel. They make you feel small. They make you feel used. They make you feel unheard. They make you feel unseen. And so every time you further experience those emotions as you grow into an adult, you personify that neural pathway that understands what those emotions mean. And each time you're experiencing it, that childlike version is further experiencing it. So all of that is to say, that was a fun little uh, path segue from our conversation. All of that is to say, whenever we're feeling uncomfortable emotions as an adult, they're coming up because there's a version of our childlike self who felt those emotions and that version of ourselves hasn't been healed. So I've talked to you guys a lot about this in the podcast. I can definitely dive into another episode around this. This isn't this isn't what the topic is for the week. But my point in saying all of that was I have felt a severe uncomfortability in the last like week and a half or so. And I was really shocked by this this feeling and this emotion coming up because in the last several years, I have been really excited about my birthday, which was a turn of events from the age of like 20 to 22 23 those birthdays were not pleasant so 24 and 25 were really great birthdays and i was very much looking forward to this year there was absolutely no reason i shouldn't have been and as soon as my birthday started coming around i started to feel this severe uncomfortability that i didn't know how to address i didn't know why it was coming up and i was very unsure of myself so my birthday came and went like i said to you guys And then over this last week, Michael's been away. So I've had the apartment to myself. I've had a lot of quiet time and I've had a lot of time to reflect. And I I had still been feeling, especially on about like Monday or Tuesday, I had been feeling this still this sense of uncomfortability, this sense of unknowing. I kept telling, trying to tell Michael what was going on. And he's like, why are you so upset? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know how to put it into words I don't know what's happening I feel very like melancholy was the word I was using the most and I just kept saying I feel off so I kept telling him like Tuesday was the worst of it and I just kept saying to him and to myself tomorrow's a new day I don't have to feel like this tomorrow but today I'm just gonna let these feelings sit I'm not gonna try and push them down I'm not gonna try and avoid them I'm not gonna try and pretend like they're not there I'm just gonna let these feelings sit let them simmer And then tomorrow, when I'm feeling a little bit better, I can address them. And it also didn't help. You know, this never helps when the weather is just kind of shitty out. So Tuesday, it was a really rainy day. It was really rainy Monday. Um, And finally, I'm looking out as I record this and there is not a cloud in the sky. Like it's it's so beautiful out here and it's supposed to be gorgeous all weekend and all through next week. So I think the weather was definitely contributing a little bit too, helping me feel the, the melancholy. 
But Wednesday came around and I really wanted to let that be a new day. I really kept telling myself all day Tuesday, tomorrow's a new day, tomorrow's a new day. I wrote it in my journal. I meditated on it. I kept just saying like, let the emotions feel, let them simmer, let them be. And I can, you know, talk about it and address it and reflect on it tomorrow. So Wednesday came and today is now Friday. It's September 1st. So Wednesday came and I decided it was time to reflect on this and ask myself, like, why am I feeling this way? And I talked to you guys about this on Wednesday's podcast. I recorded it on Tuesday when I was feeling those things. And I I kept saying, like, I don't know why I'm feeling like this. And I just want to let these emotions simmer. And in that podcast, I told you guys I thought they were coming up because I was feeling like I was putting too much pressure on myself. I was feeling like I was trying to achieve too much in too little time in too little time. And I was just going about things in a way that felt like I was setting myself up for failure. Because even last week, when I knew Michael was leaving, I really wanted to take some time to set up some friend dates and like make sure I prioritize that. But then when Monday rolled around, all I wanted was to be by myself. I had realized how little time to myself I've had in the last couple months, which isn't a bad thing at all. But I was really excited at the prospect of just being alone. I was really excited at the idea of having some time to myself, especially quiet time where I could not have the TV on, not have any sound going in the backgrounds and just sit and be with myself. So after I recorded that podcast and told you guys and reflected more on like the pressure of things and just making sure that I wasn't doing trying to do too much, because if I try to do too much and I fall short, I'm just going to feel disappointed about the things I didn't accomplish versus the things I did accomplish. So after I recorded that podcast and it came out and then Wednesday came around and I I let it be a new day, Wednesday was better. Yesterday was even better. Yesterday was a great day. And today is already off to a wonderful start. So I've been letting things get better. And then I was getting ready to record this podcast and thinking about, okay, what do I want to say for August? And like, what do I want to say leading into September, etc. And I think what I've been realizing, what I kept saying, the word I kept highlighting, you know, priorities, which has been a consistent theme throughout this whole year and, you know, balance, which is my word of the year, uh, making sure that I'm not setting myself up to do too much and then falling short. Falling short kept coming up. Where am I falling short? Why am I falling short? And when I was prepping for this week, telling myself, okay, I'm going to have all this time to myself. I was really excited to be really productive, which I've told you guys before is just naturally who I am. I'm a Virgo. So I love to be organized. I love to be consistently moving and having that consistent movement. And I don't mean like exercise. I just mean like getting stuff done having that consistent movement for me always feels very good it it feels very natural it feels a lot of the time very relaxing like I have trouble sitting still but this week I don't know what it was but sitting still was all I wanted to do I felt really I don't want to say unmotivated because that's not true. I was actually very productive this week, but I felt not as in alignment as I typically do with my work and with my like routine and my day to day schedule and the things that typically I don't want to do. I did want to do and the things I typically do want to do. I didn't want to (laughs) do if that makes any sense. So, for example, 
I have been in a new gym regimen and each week I'm getting like more and more motivated to go downstairs and get it done. And this week was a really strong week for me in the gym. I've been getting my steps in. As you guys know, I got the walking tread and that's that's been going better than it was. Um, and so I, you know, I was excited about the idea of doing things that I typically kind of dread and then things I'm typically excited about, like sitting down at my desk and getting organized and getting started for the day. I really had to like rev myself up for. Now, this isn't to say I was like, oh, God, I don't want to do my job because obviously (laughs) my business is my life and I love it. But I just felt this sense of offness. So I finally sat down and reflected about this last night, Thursday night. I finished working. I took Bowie for a really nice long walk. And on the walk, I decided I was listening to Gabby Bernstein's podcast, uh, Dear Gabby. And there was nothing, you know, that sparked this in that episode in particular. I was just, she alone really inspires me. So I was like, okay, I know what she would do. I know what she would tell me to do. It's one, it was one of her episodes where she has uh, like clients or just people who follow her come on and share a problem that they're experiencing and she offers them advice. So I was thinking about, you know, okay, what would I ask her if I was one of these uh, live audience members or whatever, however it works, I'm actually not quite sure. And I decided to reflect on what maybe she would say to me because that's something I do a lot on my own is, is kind of coach myself. And I'm, I'm gonna circle back to that point as well. But I, that, that process felt inspiring to me. So I was like, okay, I'll come home and I'll reflect on the emotions that I'm feeling in the week and the month as a whole, because I knew I was going to record this podcast the next day. So I was thinking about my goals and I was thinking about how my goals meet the universe and how I've always been taught through all the literature that I've read, the podcasts I've consumed, the people that I follow who are in the spiritual wellness, intentional living genre. I've always been taught that the universe will always meet us in the middle. The, the universe will always meet us halfway. And that's always been a very inspiring message because I know that th- that further encourage me, encourages me to believe that everything that I'm doing is always enough. Everything that I'm doing is always right. Everything that I'm doing is always meant to be because the universe is supporting me through every step that I'm taking. The universe has my back, which is one of Gabby Bernstein's books. And the universe is always there to catch me when I fall, even if it doesn't feel like it. So I was thinking about how my goals are aligned with the universe and how what we see for ourselves typically, even if we think is the bigger picture, typically isn't. The universe has an even bigger picture. The universe has an even bigger plan for us. And so I was wondering why this week in particular, I wasn't feeling that alignment. I wasn't feeling aligned with that belief. So I found myself wondering why that alignment was coming up or that I'm sorry, that disalignment was coming up. And I asked myself, is it the universe that I feel unaligned with or is it myself? And I realized that it was in fact me. It's always going to be us. It's always going to be ourselves because the universe has no ulterior motive. The universe always wants us to succeed. So if we're falling short of something, Or if we're, quote, failing, that's also because the universe has a bigger plan for us. So failure is just a step in the right direction towards achieving a bigger goal. 
which I've known that for a long time. That's a belief I've been practicing in my life for a very long time. So any sort of failure, rejection I feel or experience, I always try and remind myself, no matter how badly I want something and think it's right for me, the universe has a bigger plan. So I knew right away once I contemplated this question, it's me, it's not the universe. We're not breaking up. <laughs> the universe is not breaking up with me and telling me, okay, it's, it's time for you to slow down and not achieve as much. I saw that there was a resistance, not only in the last week, but definitely in the last month, even per- perhaps longer, that I have been, I don't want to say self-sabotaging because I have really grown out of that habit. However, to the tune of that message, I have been hurting myself mentally more than I've been helping myself. And what I mean by that is when I did the August recording and when I talked to you guys and shared with you guys that I was going to the Forbes 30 under 30 conference, which I will say I'm getting even more nervous about because there are some very big names speaking there this year. Kendall Jenner is speaking for 818. Uh, her tequila brand, Bad Bunny is going to be there, which is her boyfriend, who is a three-time Grammy winner. Uh, Alex Earl is going. Matt Reif. Machine Gun Kelly is performing. <laughs> so there are a lot of really big names that are going to be there. And each time a new name gets announced, I'm feeling more and more intimidated. Not by these people, because, you know, they don't know who I am, but by the people I know who are going to be there also in attendance of this conference. A lot of very successful entrepreneurs, uh, fellow successful entrepreneurs. So anyways, we'll circle back to that as the conference gets closer. But I was feeling just out of sorts and I have been not so kind to myself over the last month, I think, in the way I think about my success and my business. And a lot of the times... I don't know how this could be how this could be heard, but I'm just gonna be honest. A lot of the times when I feel like I'm not as successful as others or I have a difficulty, not even that, when I have a difficulty of acknowledging my own success, I try and put myself in the lens of how my friends see me, how perhaps maybe you guys see me, how my readers might see me. And it's very easy for me to remember when I put myself in the shoes of someone else, how much I have in fact achieved. And I don't mean that as a way to measure my success against someone else's. I just mean we are always going to be our most critical lens. We are always going to be the most critical of ourselves. We are always going to be the most judgmental of ourselves. And I think that's a natural human habit. I I don't know how to grow out of that. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with me being a little hard on myself so that I can further motivate myself. But a way I also pull myself out of that is to think about the ways my friends see me in particular, because they are consistently reminding me of how successful I am and how amazing I am and how inspiring I am to them. And that means more to me than anything else in this world. So as I kept reflecting on this and realizing that perhaps I had been being a little bit too hard on myself this last month leading up to this conference as I see myself getting more and more nervous, I realized that this is a part of my goals. I know that this conference, if I actually want to make this Forbes 30 under 30 list by the time I'm 30, 
this conference is an enormous step in the right direction. I have not nurtured my network as an entrepreneur, and that is a big, big goal I have moving into 2024 and turning 26. Like I am a fully fledged adult now <laughs> and I'm, I'm, you know, doing my own thing. I'm all on my own and growing my network as an entrepreneur, my mentor especially has really, really stressed to me. And I've seen the expanse of her network and how it has fostered her business and how you know she's just so well connected and I need that for myself I want that for myself and especially if I want LaRue to be a community I actually have to have that right like I have to have an amazing network behind me so when I was thinking about this goal and I was thinking about the ways I was talking myself out of it and talking myself down from it I realized that going back to my point at the very beginning of this podcast, there was a younger version of myself who didn't believe she was worthy of having friends. And while friends aren't networks and while networks aren't your friends necessarily, I realized that that was the connection that I had formed and why I felt scared and perhaps unworthy of going to this conference and feeling very nervous about it. To cultivate a deeper alignment with our goals, we have to be willing to see and acknowledge where we're falling short. The universe will always meet us in the middle, like I said. So the question is not where is the universe falling short, but where are we? And I realized where I was falling short was places I was still yet to heal of childhood memories and experiences that were hindering my ability to achieve my goals. Where I'm falling short, where I was and actively am, quote, falling short, is the places I have yet to acknowledge deep, deep, deep into my brain and into my subconscious where memories have formed and have been nurtured over the years in a not great way of reminding me of why I feel unworthy of friendships, why I feel unworthy of meeting fellow entrepreneurs who are wildly successful and will potentially help me grow my network. And I realized that this memory went a couple years back. It went back into college. It went back into high school. It went back into middle school. It went back into elementary school. At every phase of my life, I've experienced either a small moment or a much bigger moment where I didn't feel like I was worthy of friendship. And most significantly, And most recently, that memory has come from when I was back in Florida and, you know, Megan has always been one of my best friends, but her and I were just like kind of rekindling that. Megan's actually been one of my oldest friends. I've known that girl since I was like six years old and her and I briefly went through a period of time and it was it was not caused by a fight. I've opened up about this in the one of the friendship podcasts I recorded previously But we went through just a brief period of time where we were both going through something and instead of leaning on each other, we just felt like we needed time alone. Um, Megan in particular was going through something uh, much bigger. So in that time period, I really struggled with my worthiness of friendship. And this is, again, to no fault of Megan's, but it was just a moment where, again, because of past experiences, because of feeling isolated and alone as a child, I was able to personify that emotion and nurture that neural pathway when I then previously felt this as an adult. So when I felt alone and isolated, I realized 
there were moments in my life where I have felt that way in so many different capacities, which we all have, right? That's a very common emotion to feel alone, feeling isolated, feeling loneliness. And again, I was I was connecting the dots. And this was all a reflection process yesterday. I was connecting the dots of where I've translated that feeling of loneliness and friendships into feeling of loneliness into my network. So back when I was working at Penguin Random House, back when I was interning for Fashion Week, back when I was building my network in college in particular, uh, because we're certainly not really building networks when we're in high school or really any younger than that. But in college, especially living in a city like Manhattan, I was... I I thought I was at least prioritizing my network and thinking of ways that I could grow that network. But now looking back, there isn't a single person I worked with in college that I would ever actually reach out to now and say, hey, do you remember me? I worked with you at X, Y, and Z. And I know you're working at X, Y, and Z now. And I'd love to connect. Like, that sounds awkward. That sounds weird. It's not something I would do. So I realized that this is the first time in my life where my ability to foster my network and my desire to do so is deeply rooted in my goals and even more deeply rooted in how I feel worthy of achieving those goals. Because a very big base, as I've been sharing with you guys more and more, a very big base of my goals for LaRue is building a huge community of women to empower other women. And I cannot achieve that goal without building my own community around me. I cannot achieve that goal without nurturing my network and my my relationship with fellow entrepreneurs or other people in the industry who will have my back one day, who support my goals and who think, hey, she's doing something amazing. What can I do to help her like I do for other people in my network? So anyways... All of this is to say my August and September update, it's really going to be an August recap and maybe I can do a podcast next week really talking about my goals for September, which I'm setting today because it is September 1st. Really, my August recap is about how I've realized that even with each up level, even with each success, which I've always known this, but this is another, this is just a point in my life where I'm that, that realization is really coming to the forefront of my mind and my consciousness, I've realized that there are always going to be goals. There are always going to be steps in our lives. There are always going to be phases and chapters of our lives where even if we feel like we have healed something or we feel like we've addressed something, there are going to be ways it appears differently in our lives again. I really felt like I had healed that friendship wound particularly because of the friendship group I have now and how extraordinary it is and how supported I feel. But I feel that support in my personal life, not in my professional life necessarily, not in my business. And I, while my friends are very well-connected people and doing amazing things in their industries, I nurture those as friendships, not as like people in my network. So as I continue to prepare for this conference, my first major networking event, I just want to be really honest with you guys about how both excited I am and how, I don't want to say scared, but how nervous I am about this conference. So 
I might update you guys next week about September. I'm not really sure what my goals are for the next month. Um, it's definitely the highest goal, especially within the business, is going to be like preparing for this conference. Um, but personally, I think I am in a good spot. I think this last week being alone has let me reset a little bit with my uh, habits and routines yet again. I feel like I'm consistently resetting about once a month, which I think is a, a good amount of reset. So 12 times a year, just reevaluating my habits, my goals, and and what I want to achieve over the next month. So we'll see what happens next week. We'll see what I update you guys on. If I don't update you, you'll get the September update come October. Uh, but I think that's everything. I think that's what I've got for you guys today. This was a good update as far as a specific subject. I feel good just talking about this out loud, which I say to you guys all the time when I record these podcasts. I feel like I always res- reach a resolution at the end, which is so comforting and very empowering. So I hope that you also reach some sort of resolution or realization. And that's everything. I love you guys so, so dearly. And I will see all of you beautiful souls next week.